trading really is easy, right? Pushing the buy, pushing the sell, that's easy. Being able to mentally handle the losses, not the wins, being able to handle the losses mentally, that's the hardest part about trading. Everybody knows that. But nobody actually speaks that. That's the hard part of trading. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Are you looking to take the guesswork out of trading? Well, you need to get the Secret Investing Book. It's the underground playbook that 10-minute stock traders are using to take the guesswork out of trading every single day. You can get your free copy over at secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. Be sure to like, subscribe, and watch all of our past episodes over at sharevision.com. Thank you guys so much. Let me catch up on the chat here. Dr. Sinclair, Ernie, Ron, Donna, Brian, Isaac, good to see all you guys. And thank you very much for the, the number ones coming through. Victor, good to see you. Donna... It's Monday for sure. Daniel, good to see you all the way from New Zealand. All right. So, I uh, hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. I really appreciate the Discord. I don't know if you guys are having a, a good time hanging out in the Discord, but I'm really trying to make it like our hangout spot. Like, nobody else can be there. So, I'm, I'm excited. So, this weekend, a couple things went through. Uh, it was bring your own cup to 7-Eleven day. So, my children and I were like, all right, let's... Uh, Let's bring our biggest popcorn buckets and fill them all the way up with uh, <laughs> with Slurpees, which was great because they were getting shipped off to Nana's house while my wife and I went out on a date night. So that was awesome. Get them all sugared up and sugared up and send them to Nana's house. And then I saw, I, I believe this is Sebastian saying that he had he was celebrating his wife's birthday over the weekend with over sixty people there. So that's pretty awesome. Way to go! Um, and then we had a couple of new people join the server. So awesome, awesome, awesome. Now over the weekend. Um, first world problems. You got that right. First world problems. Yeah, good. Um, Isaac, I'm, I'm really glad you're enjoying it too. It, it does make it a lot more fun. And honestly, I should have done this when we first started. Should have done this when we first started. In the Discord over the weekend, I dropped in the puts review. And I want to spend some time on that today. I want to spend some time on that today, if you guys don't mind. Because today is a transition day. We'll go through it real quick. We didn't have any day trades on, but I think this is going to be <clears throat> be worth a lot of our time. Talking about why we did the things we did. So let me do this. Uh, let's go through our process real quick, and then we're, we're going to spend some time on the puts review. So first on the day trades. Okay, so in the day trades channel on the Discord here, um, we had a really strong down day this morning. And then it looks like 10.45 my time, 10.45 central time, we had our reset hit. The reason we have the reset is to make sure that we're not taking excessive risk, right? We could have got in short at any of these times, but we want to get in when it's as close to our exit point as possible. That's why we wait for the reset. The reset was hit, and then I set alerts to say, okay, when it goes back down, when it closes back down, that's our entry point for half size. Um, and it did not go down after that. This line here was that time. And you can see it basically just went up since then. Now, if it closed below the VWAP here at 403.49 before the end of the day, that would constitute an entry signal. But I don't know if that's going to happen. It may. And if it does happen while we're hanging out here, I will totally trade this with you guys live. So we'll see how that goes. 
But that was the only day trade setup there was for the day. Uh, we had the alert for the reset, and then it did not actually come into a, uh, a half-size entry point at any time. So pretty easy as far as that goes. So now let's go into our market analysis. All right, it's loading up here. All right, so this is the 10-minute trading room and how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. And with this strategy, we want to start with the market. And we want to find the 10 over the 20 with price over the 50. Now, Friday, on the daily chart, we lost the 50 period. We lost the price over the red line here. So for me, this is starting to look like a bearish opportunity for us, okay? We lost the 50-day. The 10 and 20 have not crossed just yet. They're really close, maybe another day or two, depending on how price plays out, this might come through. But right now, this is transition because we don't have a confluence here. MMFI also is still strong at 57%. And that tells me that we still don't have everything we need to go short. Fin Club did come through with the red day today though. So because of that, we, uh, we were not looking to put on any swing trades in this market right now because we really don't know which way it's gonna go, right? The Fin Club showed us a, a bearish. MMFI showed us bullish. The 10 is still over the 20. That's bullish and price is under the 50. So this is all kinds of mixed signals. We don't want that. We want all of them in confluence. Uh, Isaac says, that picture was hilarious. Yeah. I was trying to tell you guys so you could go do it as well. <laughs> That's why I was putting it out there. That's what cool dads do. I appreciate it. Maria, good to see you. All right. So now let's move into, since we aren't going to be trading in anything today, today is a transition day. Remember, uh, remember what Mark said, pull that up here. Wait in cash for proper setups. How long? As long as it takes. Now we don't know, but the point is, is that we need to be strategic here. So let's spend some time working on the puts review. Now this is available in the Discord, in the general area of the Discord. Just go click here and it'll download the uh, the file for you. And then I believe it should be view only. So these are all the puts that I took note on this year. There is a possibility, I forgot to include one, very possible, I'm not saying I did, but I believe that I got all of them. So if you have one that's not on this list, then I, I took bad notes that day for some reason. But I have in here the date, the ticker, the Fin Club color, that I need to put back where it was, there we go. The Fin Club color, MMFI, we went short. These were all inputs on the relative strength and the relative strength delta of these. Now, there were a couple points where I forgot to add those in as well, so that's on me. The entry price and the close date. Now, I went through each one of these individually and I wrote either good, as in I'm really happy with the entries and exits, doesn't mean that it was profitable. But what it does mean was following the execution plan, okay? So, um, there were 36 puts that we put on. 16 could have been handled differently by adding in the Keltner channels, which we did last week. So quite a bit. Uh, some with more profits, some with smaller losses, and some we would have avoided altogether. But the other 20, we executed flawlessly with entries and exits. Now, a perfect execution, this is what I was trying to get across here. Remember, rigid in the plan, flexible in the outcome. A perfect execution does not always mean profits, but it does mean following the entry and exit plan. That's how you take the guesswork out of trading, is having the plan, and the plan does take into account that there will be losses. So I wanna review some of these with you guys. And if you have any in particular you wanna look at, just shout them out and we can take a look at them real quick. But um, let's look at the last handful, right? 
what I went through, move up a little bit. What I went through and did was I actually went and I got the chart for each of these and made the link so you can look at this as well, okay? So all of these have a chart you can review too. So for example, uh, this is Carvana. We got in on the breakdown. It's a total valid, totally valid egg entry signal here. You saw it move down. You saw it move back out. We got back out right about flat. So this one here made perfect sense. Got in. It didn't trend all that far. Came right back up. We got out. That's a perfect entry and execution signal here. Entry and exits make sense. Let's go to another one here. Comcast. Same here. We entered on this candle here on July 11th. The next couple days kind of floated sideways. When it closed above our exit point, it was time to get out. Really not that big a deal. Just happens, right? Now let's look at a couple with the Keltners, right? That I, I put a note on here for Keltners, right? Let's look at the first one that I got on here, which is Rost. This one, this one to me says we would have avoided this trade. This actually was one I was using as a template to uh, improve and work on the power scanners, which if you guys have the power scanners, I did a lot of work on them today. Um, down in the bottom of it here, there's a lot of new items. And that's to make sure that something like this doesn't happen again. Where, yes, it gapped down hard, and then it um, closed up, it closed up. And then on this candle here, the scanner now would say, hey, if this was outside the Keltner channel, we're not looking to go on here, basically on that. So uh, close down outside of it and then close back inside. That's a signal that we don't want to take for entry. So that's what I said here. We could have avoided this trade completely. The circle first up after the close, after the Keltner channel, completely avoided any loss with this one. So yeah, definitely one that I wanted to work on why I wanted to work on it was for this exact reason, right? Yes, the trend is down, but the price, uh, if you want to think of it in one way or another, uh, had reached a oversold position and came back. So in that case, I built the scanner so we don't have that happen again. I'm a very proactive trader, as you can tell. I want to be sure that as we're going into potentially a new bear market, I want to be on top of my game here. I want to be absolute top of the game here. So this one here, this is overstock on May 11th. Uh, we got in on May 11th here on this red candle. As you can see, it was trending down, no issues there. Now, the following day, it closed up. This was not the exit signal we took. We actually closed it the following day after that, so two days later. Because the low of the day had gone through the Keltner channel that we've been looking at now, that we've been incorporating, that now, the first green candle after that point is the exit signal. So with that in mind, we would have got out one day earlier, still would have been a loss, but not quite as much of a loss. And we'd have been moving on to the next trade. Now, of course, this did continue on down, but we don't know at the moment what's going to happen in the future. So disregard this because we didn't know what was gonna happen in the future. We're only looking at the trend at this point. So that one, uh, definitely could have been improved upon. Now, Goose, Canada Goose. So this one here. Same thing. Uh, entry while the trend is moving down, down, down. 
And then this candle, I know it's a red candle, but it's a close higher than the previous low. So if you were to look at that, that actually would have been an up day. And on an up day, after it's broken through the Keltner channels, that's your first exit signal. Now, you look two days later when we got out, it's like over $2 difference here. 10% of the stock price here. 18 up to $20. It would have got us out before this move here. That's why I'm really interested in this. It's more of like a selling into strength, getting out while the uh, market is giving us more gains before it has a chance to turn around. Now, really, our, it would have been flat as well, but it would have uh, still slight loss maybe, but closed sooner and significantly less, uh, less loss on this trade here. Go on the next one, apps. This is May 6th, same thing here. And this is why I say, as long as it's moving down, trending down day after day after day, you can hold these, right? This is not a signal when it's moving down and it breaks the Keltner, breaks the Keltner, breaks the Keltner. You can trade any of these still going short. But the first reversal bar, the first green bar following the break of the Keltner, that's your exit signal. So same here, uh, we would have had a lot more profit and got out a day earlier. What is that at? That's at like 23 and I bounced up to 27 right after that. This is a huge game changer. I want you guys to really realize this. Selling into strength, quantifiably speaking in this case, I think is gonna be a monster game changer for us. So much so that I'm having trouble sleeping. I'm so excited about it. Because this is a great example, a really great example of how you can trade as long as it's breaking out through the trend, but the first reversal you get, that's your exit signal and you bail. And then as you can see a couple days later, it's up 10% almost, unbelievably uh, higher than it should have been to keep our risk tight. So I'm really, really stoked about this. And we're using this not only in the day trading, but also in the swing trading. And this will be the last one that I'll go through here. And if you guys wanna go through here, the link is in the Discord. In fact, uh, I'll copy it and drop it here too. I'll drop it in this chat as well. So use that link, go investigate it, go check it out later. Give me your thoughts. Let me know what you think. Let's look at this one, last one here. This is CPNG. So CPNG, we got in as the trend is moving down, breaking through the Keltners, which is totally fine. And this is the first candle where it reverses. That would have been the exit point in the circle here. We actually got out a day later when price went from, let's call it 21 to about 23 when it finally crossed the moving averages. So while it did continue down, we don't know that at the time. I know it's really easy to look back and say, well, why didn't you hold it? Well, how could you know? It goes up from 21 to 23. You don't know if it's going to go up to 27 the day after that. You just don't know. That's why we are going to start including this particular selling into strength, if you want to think of it, exit point. So we would have avoided this move the day after, which I find really interesting. So yeah, I hope you guys found that useful. I hope you find this spreadsheet useful. Please take some time, review it. Let me know what you think. Let me know if there are any areas that you see that we could have improved upon. Because by all means, I'm not perfect. The system can always be improved upon. And it uh, collectively could be a great opportunity for us to really enhance this. So uh, definitely, definitely looking forward to 
using that as part of our process going forward. So let's move into our final thoughts here. Now this account, I really, really enjoy this account. Definitely give this one a follow. This is one that I have my alerts set on, Knobs Trades. You have to be willing to take losses. You know, I mentioned this the other day. I've kind of changed my, my stance on trading is easy. Trading really is easy, right? Pushing the buy, pushing the sell, that's easy. Being able to mentally handle the losses, not the wins, being able to handle the losses mentally, that's the hardest part about trading. Everybody knows that. But nobody actually speaks that. That's the hard part of trading. You have to be willing to take the losses. It is absolutely critical that you learn to take small losses. You know, going back to this sheet here, right? Doesn't mean that adding this would have made all of them winners. Not at all. There still would have been losers. But potentially less losers. Less, uh, less of a, a size of a loser. You have to learn to take small losses. There's nothing wrong with it because it's part of the game. There's nothing wrong with losing because it's part of the game. Every great trader takes small losses. Fact. You do, you do not win on every trade and you need to be okay with that. You need to be okay with the fact that you're not going to win on every trade. Would it be amazing? Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. But there was a, a quote that I saw one day and, and uh, I mentioned it to somebody and Dr. Sinclair heard me talking about it and he said it was one of the most profound things I ever said. Uh, or I think it was Dr. Sinclair. It could have been somebody else. But uh, that person was saying that that was the best description they ever heard of trading, which was managing mistakes. Right? We don't know what's going to happen in the future. Clearly not. Monday morning quarterbacking and looking back and saying, oh, I knew this was going to happen. That's going to wreck you. You have to manage the mistakes because you have no idea. No idea where it's going to go. And then I put out this tweet on Friday, and I, I definitely stand by this. Today is the day to take the opportunity to turn your small losses back into cash. I like how I phrase that. Turn your small losses back into cash before they become bigger losses. And don't let this opportunity pass you by. So, as far as trading went today, what do we do? Uh, we set a couple alerts. Nothing got hit. Transition day. 10-minute trading still holds true, even though we've hung out, talked a lot about stuff, analyzed some old trades. Um, let's look at the day trades real quick. Is there a chance? Remove this circle. Uh, there's a chance it might go through. If it does, I'll alert you guys, and then we can handle it uh, into the close if, uh, if it does come through. So either way, thank you guys so much for coming to the trading room today. Please be sure to review that. Uh, take it as homework because I really want you guys to review that, learn from it, and then um, do please provide feedback to me to see where we can improve uh, anything. I'm always here for you. Remember, I do this for you. Remember, I do that for sure. Brian says, for those people you should ask, if you know it's going to happen, why would you do it? Yeah, exactly. It goes back to trading in the zone. Uh, he talks about... Uh, if you knew that you weren't going to lose, why would you even have an exit plan? If you knew you were always going to win, you don't need a stop loss. But the problem is that you have no idea if you're going to win or if you're going to lose. And there's a chance either one of those could happen. Thank you guys so much for coming today. I'll see you over on the Discord. Come and hang with us. We'll talk soon. Hey, don't forget, before you head out, head to secretinvestingbook.com right now to get your free copy of the Secret Investing Book. This is how to finally 
get a positively unfair advantage in the stock market. And it has 13 of the secrets that Wall Street does not want you to know. And I want to send this to you for free today. Just help me by covering shipping. And the way you can do that is by going to secretinvestingbook.com. That's secretinvestingbook.com. And I'll ship this out for you right away. Thanks so much. I'll see you there.